0: Do you ever find yourself yearning to look beyond the obvious and dreaming about what's possible in your next chapter? Welcome to the Next Chapter Experience. I'm your host, Jeanette Blissett, former corporate executive who turned the page to become a bestselling author, entrepreneur, designer, and lifestyle business consultant. Episodes feature me and a kaleidoscope of guests who share their journeys with wit, candor and humor, breathing life into real talks about things that matter most. I believe we all have a fire burning within us, waiting to be unleashed and shared with the world. It may just be a matter of time. So let's get together, turn the page, and get this adventure started. Welcome to the Next Chapter Experience. I'm your host, Jeanette. Today's guest is Darcy Loma, and she is a master certified coach, a facilitator, and a motivational speaker. She has worked for a U.S. Senator, Deputy Transition Director for a Governor, and on the National Advance Team for two U.S. presidential campaigns. As the owner and CEO of Darcy Loma Coaching and Consulting, LLC, she's worked in 48 industries with 210 organizations, and more than 500 individual clients to create high-performing people and teams. The media has named Darcy the region's favorite executive and life coach four times. Darcy balances her thriving business with raising two energetic teenage daughters, adventure traveling, and competing in triathlons. Darcy, welcome to the Next Chapter Experience.
1: Thank you so much. It's just a pleasure to be with you.
0: One of the things that you brought out that I really love in this process, this dynamic is really thinking about what you have control of in the moment. And I love that because it makes so much common sense yeah. rather than get all hell bent on things that are completely out of our control. That's probably why the weather doesn't bother me.
1: Yes. It's out of your control. Why waste energy? So if you could think of the, the weather of other people that way, you can't change them. And wasting energy, being angry, they're not the way you think they should be, or trying to worse, change them. Just this morning, Jeanette, I had somebody email me, I won't tell the long version, but the short version of the story was this gentleman, colleague, he, we decided that we wanted to move forward on this event that we had done in the past. And he emailed and said, hey, if you could send me the list of all the participants, then I'll move it forward. He has the list of participants. What? And so in that moment, my first thought was like, what a jerk, but am I not your secretary? Well, I have to find the list. You have the list pause think okay I could react or I could just open my email copy paste hit send and choose to let it go and in that moment that's what I chose because I don't control him now if this were to become a pattern and in the thoughtfully fit model that's the practice of flexibility stretching to accept others as they are choosing to focus on what you can control if this were to become a pattern, and a, then I would have stepped into balance, which balance is being able to balance what do you want and need with what I want and need. Hey, so I'm noticing, I'm just noticing a dynamic and a pattern in our relationship that I want to get curious about and see what you think. Every time there's something to do where there's any kind of administrative, I've noticed that it comes to me. I'm starting to make up. That's because I'm a female and I'm not liking it. I don't know. What's your perspective? How can we design this moving forward? Because I'm starting to notice I'm getting resentful and I really like you. I don't want to get resentful. I want to keep working with you. Yeah.
0: But well, here's a quote that I wrote down from you and it's very simple and I love this. While you don't control what happens, you control what happens next always.
1: That's right. How you respond?
0: Is that's what happens next? In the Thoughtfully Fit model, it's broken down by internal and external. We talked about the core being the, the pause, think, and act. There's the stillness, strength, and endurance. Can you talk a little bit about that internal piece?
1: Yeah. So what we found in our research that there's, I started to notice after coaching thousands and thousands of hours that People have the same challenges, the same hurdles. Came down to top six. This is after lots of deep dive research. Three of the hurdles are internal where we get in our own way. And three of them are external. Where we have challenges with other people. So those internal challenges, stillness, is about being able to quiet the mind. Just if you want to be a core peak athlete, you have to take rest days. You would never lift upper body two days in a row. You would never train for a marathon running 20 miles two days in a row. Your body builds stronger on the recovery days. In the same way, to be thoughtfully fit, you have to create some stillness and some opportunity to quiet the mind we often get in our own way by not setting boundaries, not saying no, by over-functioning and that. So that's why that's an internal one. Let me pause and see if you want me to go through the other two, or if you want to comment on that one first.
0: No, I I think we talked about the stillness and the pause on relating it to that pause piece. But then in the next piece of that is the strength piece. And I noticed that pause is in that piece as well
1: yeah so these six challenges show up no matter what your hurdle is no matter where you get stuck you can always go back to the core and that's why it is the core just if you want to be a basketball player or a rower or you want to just be able to take your dog for a walk you have a strong core every other movement's easier in the same way no matter what your challenges are if you always can just go back to the core Pause, think, act. Doesn't matter which of these six challenges you're dealing with. So the second one, strength, is being able to consciously choose how you show up. And this one, what I started to notice is that people weren't always handling themselves the way they wanted to. Weren't always able to self-manage getting that email and not being like, what in that meeting? That's strength. And it's a heavy lift, if you are annoyed, you walk in after a long day and you're tripping over your kids' shoes, and you're that first feeling of negativity, if that's what comes out, that's going to have an impact. So, strength is being able to consciously choose how you show up. Hey, everybody, I'm home, smiling. How's it going? What's going on here? That is a heavy lift.
0: It feels that way. Yeah. Just taking a pause and really just understanding that you don't have to respond to everything and there's just a a way to respond.
1: Absolutely. And it's consciously choosing. So we have thoughts, we have negative thoughts, negative stuff happens. We have challenges. You're not going to control that people do things that annoy you and you're not going to control your thoughts that, oh, what an idiot or what a jerk, or I can't believe the house is clean. That's normal. So with the thoughtfully fit model, the key is to pause and think, to raise awareness of, oh, I'm anxious. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. Is this thought right now serving me or sabotaging me? If it is
0: sabotaging you, don't act on it. It's going to make it worse. What's interesting about what you just said, though, and I'm thinking about this, is that it's not about the crumbs on the counter. (laughs) It's
1: so often not about
0: what's right in front of us.
1: Do you want me to share the third internal? Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. So this one is just kind of saying I get stuck and stuck in a project. They don't know how to move forward. Stuck in a relationship that's not working. That relates to the practice and thoughtfully fit of endurance, which is about being able to overcome those obstacles. It's about embracing a growth mindset to say, I can figure this out. I can move it forward instead of stalling out, instead of quitting altogether, instead of being stuck in a fixed mindset that says, I'm not a good writer. I can't do that. I'm not a runner. I can't do math. I'm not a public speaker. And then you don't even embrace the growth mindset to be able to do the work to get unstuck.
0: know that in the corporate environment and in organizations for a while, it was very popular to talk about having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And I would listen to all of this rhetoric, but then make my observations and it's hard to encourage or influence people to actually make change. Yeah. It just is very, sometimes very difficult, especially large organizations.
1: It's very difficult. And that's why When I'm working with a team or an individual or an executive, the place we always start is right here. Instead of they need to, and this isn't that, just, okay, what's your role? How can you show up? What impact can you make? What do you control?
0: In your book, you talk about the CEO who would go into the meetings and be shooting down one's ideas and he just would come in a little negative and such. And then he was concerned that his employees weren't being upfront with him or they weren't being transparent or sharing it. I'm glad you helped him.
1: I love what I do. <laughs> I love being able to help people because here's the deal. That CEO, it wasn't like he was a bad person or that he wanted to create that environment. He was just doing what he did best, which is what he learned in his environment. It was his DNA. So most of the time, people aren't trying to be jerks. They are trying to make life hard for you. They just have blind spots. And so when you're thoughtfully fit, and this is why to your point earlier, Jeanette, about people saying, well, I don't need a coach or what's the value of a coach. You're right. You don't, nobody needs a coach. The value of a coach is helping you to see those blind spots and giving you the support. There's no Olympic athlete who is going to be getting a medal on the stand without having a coach. Could Michael Phelps be a phenomenal swimmer with a coach? Of course, look at him. But a coach is going to help you go farther, faster. And so that's what I was able to do with that, with that CEO is not make him wrong, not criticize him. When somebody says something and I shut it down, it's because my mind is already thinking of all the reasons it can't be done. I'm not, he said, I'm not thinking about the impact it's having on that person in front of me
0: huh it's interesting because I would always have a sense of humor about it because everyone's flawed okay just I don't care what position you're in we're all flawed individuals and I would tell my team he's doing the best he can with a certain expression on my face and my team <laughs> read that. or she's doing the best she can but as Maya Angelou says when you know better you do better Let's that's start right. it might not feel like people are doing the best they can but if and that's all they, they got are- It's all they got. That's it. Now, here's a travesty. Here's a CEO, a CEO who doesn't have the skill sets. Now, if anything trips me up, that is one of them. But that's why I say you got to have a sense of humor. That's right. I
1: love it. You got it.
0: So let's now move to the external.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> th- turn on. Yep. So first one is flexibility. You know, there's this notion like, I'd be fine if only you were different. If you would change, if my boss would just smile when he comes in the Zoom room, I could be fine. If my spouse would just put the dishes in the dishwasher. Flexibility is being able to stretch to accept others just as they are and just say, huh, that is how that person is and not waste your energy trying to change them or fix them or get them to be the way you think they
0: should be. That's amazing. That's amazing. Reminds me of a time in my professional life where I was put into a management position. And at the time, I was coming out of an entrepreneurial position within the company. Okay? And I was invited to join the leadership team, which I did. And I didn't have a lot of experience managing large groups of people. So my company sent me to the Center for Creative Leadership in San Diego. Yes. So I went. Part of the process was to have a 360 feedback survey done. And they gave me the outlook of what my team felt about my leadership, if you will. One of one of the observations they made and talk about flexibility was when I would walk in the office in the mornings, the way it was set up, there was two ways to get into the office, the back door or the front door. I would actually walk to the front door down the hall and just go directly into my office. My team felt like I was a avoiding contact with them because if I had gone through the back door, I would have walked through the office and I could have said hello or good morning to everyone along the way. I had no idea I it meant so much to them.
1: Yes, that's incredible. And it's such a simple example and such a powerful example.
0: It made me feel very bad. In fact, my nature was so focused on the day, my plan for the day, my appointments for the day, my meetings for the day. And I wasn't thinking about what my responsibility to them was and what they needed from me. I would have loved to have had a little bit more flexibility and understanding me, but I flipped it around and I just opened it up for a very honest and an authentic discussion of what their needs were in that flexibility piece. That was the way I handled it.
1: And so I'd love to just bottom line to takeaway if I can, for people who are listening and give a really concrete tool at this moment, because I'm guessing a lot of people are like, yes, that's me. i misunderstood. And so if you are on a team, whether it's at work or if you're an entrepreneur and you have subcontractors or you're on the little league and you got coaches, take some time to design your team alliance. And so that's all about making the invisible visible. That was invisible to you. You did not know that they were having these thoughts. And so if you can, whether it's on the front end, or if you didn't do it at the beginning, you can do it at any time. Say, hey, I want to talk through and have you all think about three questions. I want to talk through these three questions. One, what's the culture of the atmosphere that we want to have on this team, in this environment? And that's from a systems lens, right? Do we do we want it to feel lighthearted? Do we want it to feel intense? Do we want it to feel supportive? Whatever that might be, you're going to get a lot of information. Number two, what do you need personally to flourish on this team? And that's where you people can say, when I did this, when I worked in, in, in the senator's office, I was the leader of the office and I did this. And I said, one of the things I need is I don't have a good memory. And so I need to have things written down and have them documented so that when I forget, I can go back and be like, oh, that's right. That's what we decided. And so I take lots of meeting notes and minutes and recaps. At that moment, Jeanette, I had two people oh, I thought you just didn't trust me because you're always sending out this. And then the other person said, I thought you just didn't like me because instead of popping down 10 feet down the door to, to connect, you're sending me emails all the time, which felt so cold. And I'm like, oh, it's just the answer in writing so I can go back and look it up. So that will give you an opportunity to start to understand people's personal user manuals. You'd like to get into work and get focused. You don't want to be chit-chatting and taking the back door. That doesn't mean you don't like the team. Third question, how do we want to be together when things get difficult? Because there will be storms. You're gonna let me down. I'm gonna say something that offends you and I have no idea it offends you. You're gonna miss a deadline that's gonna put me in a tizzy. We're going to, we're human, we're flawed, as you said. So if we could design on the front end now how we wanna to be together when we've let each other down, when there's conflict, when there's challenges, then when that happens. We know how to proceed.
0: That's good stuff, right there. I hope everybody listening is writing down these gems from Darcy, Darcy Lama. Okay, so that's the (laughs) flexibility piece and the balance piece.
1: And then, so balance we talked about earlier—that's being able to achieve alignment in your relationship, find the win-win balance. What do you want, need with what I want and need?
0: And the agility piece.
1: And then agility is being able to respond effectively when you're blindsided instead of reacting on autopilot. Somebody calls you out in that meeting instead of we all have a default. And you get called out, your default need might be to like fight back. Your default might be to stonewall, to shut down, to cry. Agility is about being able to respond thoughtfully in that moment. Have the agility to be able to self-manage what that first initial reaction might be.
0: Absolutely. So as you think about your path, your plan for the year, I know you do a lot of speaking to organizations, lots of facilitating. You've got this huge team. What's really in your view in terms of Darcy Lama? I want to call you Darcy Lama so bad. Darcy.
1: But in college, my my friend said Lama Loma. He always called that was just my nickname. It never stuck for anybody else. But so it's so cute that I'm having this flashback.
0: Darcy Loma coaching and consulting. Okay. What's in view? We have boldly undertook an initiative. We've been
1: in, that has been in the works for a while and we just launched our Thoughtfully Fit Gym. So that's an online place for people to go if they're like okay you can go to the gym and get support what a physical gym and get training and expert and coaches and community and accountability the thoughtfully fit gym is a place you can go to work out your mind to be able to get support and community for being able to set boundaries to be able to say no to be able to handle yourself thoughtfully to create more stillness in your life to learn how to accept others that annoy the heck out of you we are in the process we just developed it we are working getting the, the the word out about it because it's a hard concept to to really be able to understand and embrace.
0: It makes a lot of sense, though, as you shared that it makes a lot of sense because we do spend a lot of time as well as money. I know there's a statistic in your book that most Americans spend more money on fitness than they do on education, Right, something to that effect. And to have a thoughtfully fit, I would say, a mindset gym, if you will, makes a lot of sense to me for some reason.
1: Thank you. I mean, it makes sense to us too. And also just the fact that we want to make this as accessible as possible to people and hire. Hiring a coach is expensive, hiring a consultant, bringing somebody in to do training in your team. So that the gym we're looking at as a model for real-time learning in the moment, somebody can log in to live workouts or they can, there's a whole on-demand video section as well. So you can get a workout in on your own that we're trying to make it more
0: accessible. The self-education revolution is definitely on it. It's in progress right now, ever since COVID and us having to take a different path as to how we work and how we learn and now i think there's more of a focus of on self education so, however to have a hub or ecosystem that's created where individuals can go and get the support that they need it seems to be very timely
1: yes thank you i'll tell you what pre covid we would never have thought let's create a virtual gym we just thought we had to do everything in person and so that's one of the silver linings with this it is it's a revolution that is happening in real time on how people communicate and interact and it's created a lot more flexibility
0: and I'll tell you what I was just mesmerized by it. the community that's been around you the village that you have had around you for these years is Pretty incredible.
1: Oh, thank you. It is incredible. What's in Thoughtfully Fit? There is nothing new. It's all what I have learned from Jim Collins, good to great, Stephen Covey, seven habits from Seth Godin, from all of those who have gone before. It's just a way to package it that hope
0: is accessible to people. I have a website and we'll make that website available in the show notes. But if you'd like to share, that'd be great.
1: Yeah. So our website is DarcyLumma.com that goes through all of our services and coaching and consulting. It's got free blogs and videos. Also, we'll just share with people that if you go to thoughtfullyfit.com, there's a free quiz. And that quiz you can take, it's two or three minutes. It'll tell you which of these six hurdles is your biggest. And then it'll give you some strategies that you can use immediately to start training and practicing to overcome them. They're the same strategies that are in the book same ones that I use with my coaching
0: clients. Very good. Very good. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. We can probably go on and on because there's a lot of intersections here where I think that we agree on a a lot of things. Not to say that we have to, but I'm just saying it makes the conversation go very well. So again, I certainly appreciate you giving me this time and sharing your information with our listeners. I know it's going to be very valuable to anyone listening.
1: Jeanette, thank you. And I'll say you are a phenomenal hostess. You did your homework. This conversation was so deep because you came prepared and that is not lost on me. I'm so
0: grateful. I love this conversation. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Next Chapter Experience. If you have already subscribed, rated, and left a review, or shared this podcast with a friend, many, many thanks. For questions, comments, or feedback, reach out to me at Jeanette Wissette at nextchapterexperience.com. We'll be back with more conversations, so until then, keep that fire burning.